The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Election Day in Virginia is less than a month away. According to the nonprofit Virginia Public Access Project, as of Friday morning, over 140,000 people already participated in early voting, and about 250,000 Virginia voters have also applied for mail in ballots. We should note local registrars got a late start in updating voter rolls. That's because of a backlog in voter registration applications from the Virginia Department of Elections, which state officials say was caused by a computer glitch. According to reporting from the Richmond Times-Dispatch, elections officials say no documents were lost and everyone who registered and qualifies can vote in the November election. Turning to the campaign trail, the candidates running to represent Virginia's 6th district in the U.S. House of Representatives recently met on the debate stage. Randy B. Hagee from partner station WMRA reports. Incumbent Ben Klein, a Republican, and challenger Jennifer Lewis, a Democrat, debated for the first time during this race at the Handley Regional Library in Winchester. The city, along with Frederick and Clark counties, were recently absorbed into the 6th District. Klein was first elected to the House in 2018 after serving 16 years in the Virginia House of Delegates. Lewis ran against him four years ago and lost with 40% of the vote. Klein talked extensively about breaking down partisan barriers in Washington. When you're in a committee, when you're on the floor, you don't go low, you don't attack. He highlighted his support for veterans, small businesses, and agriculture, and proposed addressing inflation by increasing domestic energy production. He never mentioned Presidents Trump or Biden by name, but said that under the last administration, the U.S. was less dependent on foreign energy sources. However, the U.S. has been a net total energy exporter since 2019, according to the Energy Information Administration. Lewis came out with a more adversarial tone. She praised Biden for the Build Back Better and Inflation Reduction Acts and said that Klein voted against both. She listed among her priorities increasing funding for assisted living facilities and in-home care, legalizing marijuana, mitigating and planning for climate change, and codifying same-sex marriage and the right to an abortion. The government does not belong in our family According to the Northern Virginia Daily, the two candidates will debate again at the Lexington Rockbridge Chamber of Commerce on October 25th. I'm Randy B. Hagee. When demonstrators came out to protest racial injustice and police violence in the summer of 2020, one of their demands was tighter civilian oversight of law enforcement. As Jad Khalil reports, Richmond City Council may take up a final vote on legislation to create a civilian review board tonight. Two years ago, policymakers started in earnest to discuss a civilian review board to oversee the police. And Richmond Mayor LeVar Stoney wants to get it done soon. We're here in 2022 and we have not been able to get it across the finish line. Now we have a proposal that actually does that. Legislation to create a civilian review board would effectively keep it reactive. It would review disciplinary decisions in a limited set of circumstances and after police have investigated their own colleagues. The Richmond Transparency and Accountability Project says the review board should be able to take up complaints and issue discipline. Members also warned that a lack of effectiveness and oversight could contribute to eroding trust in the police. 
If city council passes any changes to the legislation, they'll have to wait to approve the final version. But if they don't make amendments, council members can pass it Monday. Jad Khalil, VPM News. Criminal justice advocates are criticizing the Civilian Review Board legislation being considered by Richmond City Council. Maisie Osteen is a lawyer with the Legal Aid Justice Center. She says the Richmond Police Department has one of the largest budgets in the city. The CRB should have an opportunity to look at that budget, to look where the money is being spent, to see where the taxpayer dollars of the citizens of Richmond are going. Osteen assists the Richmond Transparency and Accountability Project, which says the $200,000 budget set aside for the review board could further limit what it can do. That money allows board members to hire outside investigators or lawyers, but advocates are concerned because some smaller localities have larger budgets compared to Richmond's proposal. The city of Richmond has hired its first director for the Office of Sustainability. Laura Thomas starts the job today. She'll be responsible for coordinating citywide sustainability goals, including the draft RVA Green 2050 plan and engaging with the community on climate equity and resiliency initiatives. Thomas grew up in Henrico County and attended VCU. She's also a certified climate change professional, having worked for the city of Largo, Florida, where she was the sustainability program administrator. Hampton is set to open a state-of-the-art swimming facility this fall that city officials hope will draw major swimming competitions to the region. Old Dominion University highlighted the project in its annual State of the Region report. Economists say it's not just a potential moneymaker. ODU's Bob McNabb says Hampton's Aquaplex could help close a racial gap in swimming ability that has persisted for generations. There are disparities in swimming, and some of those are the legacy of movements to close down public pools in the 1950s when the Supreme Court said that public pools could not be segregated. Black children across the country are less likely to be able to swim and more likely to die by drowning than their white counterparts. The Aquaplex will provide swim lessons for every second grade student in Hampton Public Schools. More than 100 dogs and cats were airlifted to Richmond from Puerto Rico last week. The pets were already living in shelters on the island when Hurricane Fiona hit last month. The group, Wings of Rescue, brought the animals to Virginia to free up space in Puerto Rico's shelters for pets that were injured or became sick after the storm. Some of these pets have been taken into local humane societies, like the Richmond and the Charlottesville Albemarle SPCAs. They'll be placed in foster homes until they're adopted. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. PM. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.